Good morning, everyone, and welcome again to another episode of uh, How to Become a Digital Nomad and Digital Nomad Skills. I am Rahim Hamada, your host, and I welcome you to another episode with another digital nomad with a new set of skills. So today we have a friend of mine, Moira, who is actually Irish, and she is a fellow digital nomad. Good morning, Moira. How are you? Hi, Rahim. How are you? I'm good. Yeah, yeah. All thank well. you, thank you for uh, having the time and uh, deciding to spend some time, some of your time with us to share a little bit about your knowledge and uh, and your expertise. And uh, before yeah. we start, I would like to first to introduce you and second to ask you a little bit about you and if you can just tell me who you are, what do you do, just give us a little bit of uh, of a glimpse about uh, who you are. Sure. So my name is Moira and I am a Taoist instructor. So I teach Qigong, uh, Taoist meditation and energy cultivation practices. Um, And like you said, I'm Irish and I've been living here in Bali for almost a year now. Okay. So you said you are a what instructor, sorry? Taoist instructor. So Taoist. Yeah, so from China, ancient China. So it's a kind of a philosophy, uh, Taoism, but sometimes it's pronounced more Taoism. So, yeah. Okay. So you are a Taoism instructor. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. Can you just tell us a little bit more about that? What is a Taoist instructor? Because I. Yeah, so. Yeah, so Taoism, it comes from ancient China. So the practices are around 4,000 years old. Um, And it's really the art of health and longevity. Um, It's very much about cultivating your own vitality. And you take um, a lot of responsibility for your own health, actually. And so you learn many different practices to make sure that you're in good physical condition, how to balance your emotions, work with your hormones. Um, Also, like there's like martial arts aspects to it as well. Um, and then also, yeah, just kind of energy cultivation practices. And, you know, it's a spiritual, it's a spiritual practice as well. But most people come into it. It's really about just improving your own health and happiness. Um, and just knowing that you have the tools to do that. So it's like, sometimes I say it's a little bit like a master key. And once you start to open the door, um, you just learn all these very simple techniques that will, yeah, improve a lot of different aspects of your life. So, yeah. Okay. And how long have you been doing that for? Well, I started these practices almost 15 years ago. Um, and so I've been teaching for a number of years. So I was teaching in Ireland for, I've been teaching for like maybe, I don't know, maybe a good few years, maybe four or five years before I became a digital nomad. Um, and yeah, so, I mean, it's something that I got so much value from myself. I noticed huge changes um, in my own energy, uh, just feeling happier, less, you know, emotionally up and down. And um, I guess, yeah, just a deeper connection to myself when I started the practices, like within a few weeks, I noticed big changes. Um, and then I just, yeah, I felt so passionate about it. Then I wanted to share it with other people. So, um, and I guess I started like a kind of, you know, into the area of well-being. I kind of started with things like yoga and some meditation. I met the Dalai Lama actually in, uh, in Northern India on my travels. I stayed in ashrams in India. Um, you know, so I was doing a lot of different, trying out many different spiritual traditions. 
And then when I found Taoism, it just was so efficient, you know, and I just noticed within a few weeks, like very big changes in my own energy. And so that was, uh, yeah, it was really inspired me to keep going and just do a, a few minutes of practice. Uh, I try a little bit every week and then it became more like of a daily practice. Um, and then eventually I came to teaching it part time first. I kept my day, my other day job for a long time. And then more recently than it's become full time for me, actually. So, OK, yeah. very, very nice. Yeah, I'm actually reading a book uh, as we speak uh, by the Dalai Lama. Uh, no. but I just I just started it and I don't actually remember the name anyways uh, um, so basically the, the techniques that involve meditation or like food change or, or what what do they what these what are these techniques about? yeah so the, um, there's a few kind of physical practices so there would be like qigong also tai chi as well so most people would have heard of tai chi mm -hmm. and then qigong is um, it's like another form of movement it's, um, you know, it's very meditative and it helps to open the meridians of the body, like the energy pathways that run through the body. So it's a great way to improve your physical vitality. Um, I get a lot of people who come to me who are very tired, feeling like a little bit burnt out. Um, like one of the courses I run is on adrenal fatigue and overcoming that. Um, so people who just feel like their energy is very low. And a lot of that comes from not understanding how to conserve energy and you know like we live in a in a world where people take a lot of stimulants like and you probably know lots of entrepreneurs who are just like drinking a lot of coffee all the time and maybe living this very imbalanced life where um, they're maybe not looking after kind of their sleep and getting enough movement so um, yeah so I would teach qigong because it's very accessible it's very easy uh, to get the hang of it. Tai Chi is a, a kind of a set sequence of movements that takes, uh, I mean, quite a long time. I mean, really years to kind of get the hang of it. Whereas Qigong is much more accessible and you feel the benefits really immediately. So um, I teach Qigong, then also meditation. Like uh, there's one meditation that I teach called the inner smile meditation. And you smile to your organs and release kind of any emotions that are held there. So like we understand, we hold love in the heart, like in that's really common to most Westerners. Um, well, also we can also hold hatred in the heart as well, or also they went to the other organs and found that we have courage in the lungs. Um, we have kindness in the liver, things like that. So we do these meditations where you go into what I call the internal universe and you connect with the organs of your body and start to create more of a homeostatic balance uh, within yourself as well. So, yeah, and everybody so, feels good when they smile. So <laughs> it's so quite you, simple. You kind of like locate like an organ and you focus on it and you smile on it, something like that. It's, uh, it's, exactly. Yeah, it's kind of similar in a way, you know, what I, and different as well, but it's a little bit uh, similar to the Vipassana, I would say. Because you also yeah. focus on all the part of your body, but like you don't actually smile at them. But yeah, that mm -hmm. that could be a nice uh, a nice practice to try. And when did you start to become a digital nomad? So I started actually on the seventeenth of March, twenty twenty, and I remember that date so well because it's St Patrick's Day in Ireland. Um, so this was um, when 
the coronavirus, uh, the whole thing happened. And I had been kind of watching the news a little bit. It hadn't yet come to Ireland. It was like still in Italy. There was a big outbreak there. And something in me just was like really kind of watching it on the news. Um, and I read this article online. It was like uh, for kind of entrepreneurs, uh, business owners. And it, it was talking about this, um, the coronavirus. And it said, whatever you do, prepare to put your business online. And, you know, Raheem, I'd never done anything online before. Like it's not common at all in Ireland. And, you know, I, what I teach was always done in person. So I had never even considered it. But something that one line just jumped out of me <clears throat> and straight away I was like, OK, I'm going to start teaching online. And um, I ordered like. Uh, started getting pot plants, like just started like fitting out um, a room in my home to be a purpose fit studio that it would, you know, kind of look good, ordered like ring lights, all of those kind of things. And. And my very first class then was on St. Patrick's Day in Ireland. Um, and I had like, I think, 21 people signed up and I made 132 euros <laughs> for my very first online class. And then I just, um, you know, pretty soon after that, we actually went into a lockdown. And um, yeah, I just started to teach. I teach. I was teaching almost every day. Um, for the very first lockdown, which was over three months. I know the first month, I think I made just over 1000 euros. And then I just started to build it uh, over time. And I know one thing that I had a lot of students say to me that it was a real lifesaver for them in that time that it was like, we did our practice every morning together. And it really helped them, especially the emotional aspect of it as well. Because, you know, I think, um, uh, the Taoist practices are really good to help balance your emotions um, and you know I, I know I felt really good actually in that time and um, because I was doing a lot of practice you know with my students um, you know physically I felt really good as well and emotionally much more better able to navigate the kind of ups and downs of that time you know because it was something that people had never gone through before like doing a lockdown so yeah, so that was the start of it. And, um, you know, I guess initially I thought, okay, wow, this is, you know, really interesting. I have a whole other branch of to my business because it was going quite well. Um, I mean, I guess nobody knew at that point that this was going to go on for a couple of years. And then what happened then was towards the end of 2020, I started to think, hey, like all of my business is online. I need to take advantage of this, you know, Um and start to travel with it. And it was something that I did all through my 20s. I traveled a lot. Um, and then, you know, when I started to run my own business, like, you know, maybe like, maybe like five years ago or so, um, you know, I remember thinking, oh, I can't really just go away for like six months, you know, like I can't just get up and leave because I had this in-person business. And there, you know, I used to always say I had nomadic blood, you know, before I even knew what a digital nomad was. I was always traveling, like even my family, anytime I'd meet my relatives, they're like, where are you going to next? You know, it was always the question people would ask. I was always traveling. And then I found, you know, in my mid-30s, I was in this place where I was like, oh my gosh, I kind of have to be an adult now. You know, I have this business. 
I can't just like get up and go because I want to go to South America for three months, you know? Um, and I thought, so I used to kind of strategically take about a month or six weeks off um, at the beginning of the year. And I would go and do some training with my uh, Qigong teacher. Um, but that was about it. You know, I was, I was feeling actually limited. I felt, yeah, I felt like I didn't have the freedom that I had been used to for many years, you know, where I would, always uproot and go somewhere else and and like that I, I remember very distinctly one day having this feeling of I really feel like I want I still want to live in another country um but just having that sense of that ship had sailed you know that's kind of gone you know that was in my 20s that was my early 30s now I'm a business owner you know I'm an adult I have to like you know you can't just get up and go so by the end of 2020 I started to think, okay, I need to really take advantage of this opportunity. I was like, this is a bit of a moment in time. You know, I could see there was no real end coming soon with the coronavirus. And then on the 1st of January, I went to Malta and I was going away for a week to meet a friend. Um, and I said, you know what, I'll just bring my laptop. I just brought all my tech stuff. And I said, you know what, if I like it there, I can probably stay for a few weeks and work from, you know, I can probably stay there for a few weeks and work from Malta. Um, and I ended up staying for five months. So <laughs> in Malta, and then I rented out my room back home in Ireland in Wicklow. Um, and I had a great flatmate, uh, Jess, who helped to kind of organize all of those things. Um, and then from Malta, then I just was like, I still want to keep going. So I lost the lease on the on the house that I had in Ireland and I went and then I took a flight to Bali and I've been here since so that's been it's almost a year and a half since I left for one week uh, just thinking I'd try out this digital nomad lifestyle <laughs> I thought I would just go for like maybe two weeks or something and then uh, yeah so it ended up to be so far a year and a half and it's going to extend as well basically so yeah. Nice. That, that, that's that's pretty inspiring actually it's very nice but i want to, to go back a little bit and, and i want to know how you actually managed to get these guys to become online in the beginning you had you were teaching people normally right you were teaching like face-to-face -face, yeah. stuff like that how did you make the switch to get these guys to do your first class first online well class? was I, it like I word think... of mouth yeah and it would it would have been my um original kind of email list that I had so I had a kind of a I had a customer base already and um I yeah so I sent I sent out an email to everybody and you know at that stage I think we were just starting I think the lockdown had maybe just started the day before um and so you know people were at home they had nowhere to go nothing to do and also they were you know, like there was kind of a lot of emotion around that. It was, we were in uncharted territories. Nobody had ever experienced this before. So I guess, you know, it kind of attracted people that maybe already knew me. Um, and I definitely had some new people as well who were just like, oh, well, I'll just try out something new as well. So I put it on social media. Um, and to be honest, I was probably one of the first people in Dublin who started to teach online in the kind of wellness space. So, um, and again, I just had read that article and it just, like sometimes you read something and it really sticks with you. And that stuck with me. And I was like, 
okay, I'm going for it. And it was really this sense of adapt to the situation rather than um, kind of bang against it or complain about it. I said, okay, let's just, let's just rotate, let's pivot, adapt, evolve around what's happening. Um, and to be honest now, um, the majority of my business, it will, will continue to be online and just a small uh, percentage of it will be in person. So um, it, like my whole business model has completely changed as well because of, because of that. So, yeah. so, so you started basically by reaching out to your old customers, which was your mailing list, and then a little bit of uh, social media marketing. And that's, how, and that's it. That's how, how basically you started it. And you did, you did the, the first class. And then after that, people started telling other people the word of mouth started like uh, you got yeah. you started to get more and more people okay okay yeah and I think the other, the other thing that I did Raheem so I was teaching these kind of weekly classes then the other thing that I did is I created an online program then like a course and that's a nine-week program so one of the other things that I do is I teach women uh, sexual alchemy practices so I had to work with their sexual energy um, and so I created a nine week program for women. Um, and that's something that I, it's like they, all the modules are pre recorded. So they, um, and I launched that twice per year actually. So in the springtime and then also in the autumn time. Um, and so that, so I was kind of developing more ways of working online then. Um, and that's, that's like a flagship course, you know, so there's quite a amount of practices in that. And with that, I also do like a live component as well. And then we have some follow-up um, uh, circles as well. Like, so I meet monthly with those women too, like to continue on their practices as well. So, um, so like that was, um, I created that at the end of 2020. So kind of like autumn, winter of 2020. So I've run that uh, three times already. Um, and then I, like I mentioned already, I also created a, just a shorter course it's like a nine day course on adrenal fatigue where you get one practice per day over nine days so I've been kind of developing different offers so the you know the the feminine sexual alchemy program is like a nine-week program so it's more of a commitment of time and also money as well and then I have a shorter program open to both men and women where they learn practices to just increase their energy like if you're feeling kind of quite tired or burnt out um, and that's like um, priced at a much smaller uh, range as well so it's kind of makes it more accessible for people that they can jump in at a level that suits them as well so nice so, so you started with the with the classes and then after that you started developing some courses as well to give you a little bit of of uh, like um, uh, passive income let's say but, the, but it's not yeah. very, is it completely passive? But you do have a little bit of input in it as well, right? So it's not like completely passive. No, it's, well, it's not, I wouldn't say it's really passive income because actually I do a launch twice a year. So that's, it's quite, um, that's like a really busy time for me um, when I, when I do a launch and there's a lot of live components to that. Like I'll do these live webinars for free. And um, so that's, it's actually like a really busy time. In, and that would actually be like probably the largest part of my income is in these kind of um, nine week programs. Yeah. So um, and at the moment now I'm, I'm doing more setting up what's in my pipeline now is to set up my membership site. So I'm kind of expanding that on the weekly classes and just adding a little bit more in there for people 
So that way then you have like a steady monthly income, you know, because it's uh, the platform I use actually for my online courses is called Kajabi. And um, I find it really, really amazing actually. And so, um, you know, so I can use that for all my emails. So I transitioned from MailChimp into Kajabi and everything is included in Kajabi, including my website and all the payments and everything. So, so with that, I can set up, it's like a monthly recurring uh, direct debit. So once people sign up, it just kind of automatically happens. They don't have to re-sign up every month. Um, mm. So that works out really well as well. And you have can build a kind of a more steady kind of monthly income, which I think can help just knowing what's what's you're guaranteed more or less coming in. Um, that can help as well with knowing your expenses as well. So, And is your market now still growing organically or do you paid ads? How do you market yourself? Or well, so far I've just been doing organically, but I did have a session with a consultant uh, last night actually. And she recommended me to start doing some paid ads um, just for like some free webinars that I'm doing rather than doing paid advertisement for um like uh course that you have yeah Yeah, so do it for my free webinar so Mm. i'm going to start doing a little bit um of that um yeah pretty sick it's it's a very nice nice setup you've got and then you've got also a business that that is actually quite helpful and and useful to the society and and you believe in it which is something i think it's great to find something that you are passionate about at the same time you're helping people to get more out of their time in a time that actually this is very very much needed all over the world so absolutely so if you if you want at the end of the the at the end of the podcast uh, you can send me actually the link to your websites and stuff like that and i put it down for people if anybody's interested to take a course with you or to learn a little bit more and get in touch with you that would be uh, helpful if you if you wouldn't mind uh And I want to ask you as well, so now that you've been doing that for, uh, you started, you, you had to go to Malta for two weeks and then you ended up five months, right? And, yeah. and then you and then came to Bali, Bali for, uh, for, uh, for a couple of, uh, for how long, what was the intention? Almost a year now, almost a year. Almost a year now and still counting. So I'm, I'm assuming from that that you are enjoying what you're doing. Oh, absolutely. You know, I mean, I think for me, it's given the freedom that I've always needed. I mean, I was never, I was never a nine to five person, actually, Raheem, like that would, it really kind of, um, it killed my soul a little bit, actually, you know, this kind of nine to five, like, it was never, it never suited me. I think if, particularly if you're someone who's creative, um, that kind of, it just never suited me at all. You know, I remember I worked a job nine to five, And um, I used to walk to work different ways so that it didn't feel like the same thing every day. You know, I take a different route just to have like some sort of like inspiration (laughs) variety. Yeah, I was like, I'm dying inside, you know. Um, So, I mean, I guess, you know, first of all, I became a business owner. You know, I moved out of like working for somebody being an employee and I became a business owner primarily for lifestyle that I would be in charge of my own hours I would have flexibility, um, you know, to take, be able to take time off. Um, and then, you know, there's a meme that goes around, you know, I stopped working nine to five, nine, nine to five. Now I work 24 seven. You know, it's a little bit of a thing because sometimes when you're, when you do run your own business, you're kind of like, well, it can sometimes be a little bit like survival, 
you know, you have to, uh, you know, you have to, you have to earn money to live, you know, and uh, so sometimes there can be a little bit of that, but I think with time, um, you know, you can develop a good kind of customer base, um, you develop strategies, you know, you can learn a lot on, on what, what's going to work for you as well. So, um, you know, that's been, that's been important, like it's been a really good evolution. But I think as well for me, I also, what was always to the fore of my decision to start my own business was lifestyle and time freedom more than anything, because time actually is more important to me than money, you know, so that, that was always really central for me in, in what I did. Yeah. So. Yeah, time is definitely, time is the most valuable asset that you have, right? It's the only thing that you cannot Absolutely. get back. And I think also commenting on what you just said, like uh, one of the most important thing as well that you learn when you're doing that is also changing your mindset a little bit to, to understand and to kind of learn that things are going to go, things are going to happen, you know, like life will go on. There is, there's always a solution. You, you, you have inside you the creativity and the ability to, to survive and to, if things like are tough on this month, you can actually cut down the expenses or, or, or come up with different solutions like because we are I think that lots of people from the nine to five uh, system they one of the most difficult things for them to get out is to basically not be 100% sure about the check that's coming every single month you know so they are this this thing like this um, uh, how do you call it? this um, ability uh, yeah like uh, I can't think of the word now, but like this, this thing that is not this uncertainty of the oh, yeah, yeah. of the money that is coming every single month makes lots of people actually turn around. And one of the things that I personally think as digital nomad that helped me a lot is uh, just change your mindset to understand that you will be able to survive and things will yeah. go on one way or not or the other. Yeah. And I sometimes feel it's almost a little bit like a game, you know, like because you have to be so resilient, resourceful, um, you know, courageous, creative to make sure that it works, you know, so you're constantly, I mean, for me as well, I would say being a digital nomad, um, you know, obviously I'm evolving from a professional point of view, like I'm learning a lot. Um, but I think from a personal point of view as well, like you really, you really evolve as a person, you know, because you are learning so much and like that, you have to be so creative and resilient um, and, and, you know, clever as well, you know, like the, the old phrase, you know, um, which is gone now from my mind, but it's to um, work, um, not to work, work a smart. lot, but to work, yeah, to work in a smart way, you know, so it's like, um, you know, those kind of things, you, you learn to do that because otherwise, you know, you can work so hard and then it's not worth it if you burn out, you know? So I think that's also really important to keep that in mind too, you know? Yeah, it's all about balance between fun, activities, work and development as well. I completely exactly. agree with you. So what are the disadvantages now that you've been doing that for almost a couple of years now? What what don't you like about being a digital nomad? Um, well, I guess maybe one thing is I sometimes miss the in-person with my students. Um, there's some aspects of online which has actually really improved how I teach and what I teach. 
Um, so for example, with my feminine sexual alchemy program, I would often do this over just like a long weekend, but then there's so much in it that people can't remember it. Whereas now it's over a longer period of time and then they get to, um, they can just go back over the videos if they can't remember it and if they have it like a lifetime access. So I think in many ways people get more value that way, but I do sometimes miss just the like, the 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 person to person interaction as well you know so i mean one thing that i try to do in that way then is sometimes people will message me on instagram and i'll try and send them a voice note so it's a little bit more of a personal connection and that's really important to me is in building relationships with um with people you know because that's kind of the backbone of my business is that it's a heartfelt business. It's about creating community. And, you know, I really care about the people who come, you know, they've taken, uh, they've put their trust in me as their teacher. So that's really important to me that there's um, a really good relationship there, you know. So, um, so I am going back home to Ireland for a few months this summer. And I'm really looking forward to seeing <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> just for three months. I'm coming back don't worry okay. um, but also you, you do meet a lot of people in Bali who are like oh I'm flying home in two weeks and then you meet them like a month later and they're still here so I know but that that feeling that you have that and you have also the people who say that we're leaving for a few months and never come back this is also some some of the things that happen uh, really yeah, okay yeah, yeah you yeah, have yeah. you have two. both ways yeah yeah sure so do you miss like the life I mean some of the aspects of the old life that uh, you had back in Ireland or um well I sometimes joke that I'm genetically not Irish because I really don't like the cold <laughs> <laughs> so I I really I just really love the sun and so I think being here has been really really good for me it's been really good also for my work-life balance as well you know um and I mean I guess obviously I miss my family and my friends and like I said I miss the the in-person connection with my students but I you know I plan to go home to Ireland you know maybe once a year and get all those connections in and fill myself up with all of that um, before coming back to Bali so that's kind of a little rough plan I have over the next couple of years nice, um, you nice. Know, so. good plan. okay and do you have any any like uh, uh, programs applications or websites or things that you're using in your daily life as a digital nomad not necessarily related to work but can be related to your life but as a digital nomad is there something that you use that you're using a lot that you find like very useful that you find could be like a good advice to tell people about well i mean uh i mean in terms of work i use like just project management tool like asana which i find really good um and um then just outside of that, um, I also use actually Clockify where I clock my hours um, and then I'll assign. Um, so once I start to work, I kind of assign my hours then like so if I'm just working on my website and then at the end of the week, I have a graph and I can see how much time I'm spending on which aspects of my business. And I do find just in terms of my own time management that using like um, a time management tool it actually makes me work a little bit more efficiently because I'm literally on the clock, you know? Um, and so, yeah, that would be something that I find quite useful. 
Um, the other thing that I do is, I mean, I try and do batching when I'm working as well. So like try and just work on writing like newsletters or try and work on just social media stuff, um, you know, trying um, to batch. And then I guess one of the things that I, I do as well is, you know, I have a kind of a rough schedule for my week, which also includes things that are really important to me in my personal life. Um, and that was one of my goals in terms of moving to Bali was to really get a good work-life balance. So I have like my writing club uh, that I go to on a Tuesday is in there. I go to tango classes on a Thursday. I do tennis Wednesday morning. So I have all of those things like they're like part of my, my schedule, schedule for the week. Yeah, so I think that can be quite useful as well. Um, and yeah i think that they would be kind of the main things that i would nice no, uh it's the first time i hear of this clockify is it an app or or a website or yeah it's a website i think also they have an app as well yeah i'll look so, it up looks looks interesting i might give it a shot but yeah. i do i do i'm same same as you like when it comes to schedules i have a very like uh, a weekly schedule where it has like the the work stuff the podcast interviews, the teachings that I'm doing, the coaching that I'm doing, the 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 fun stuff when it comes to dancing or or uh, going to play some sports and all that stuff. I find I think it's very very important as a digital nomad to have a proper yeah. schedule and you follow it. Otherwise, you can just like just be kind of lost. Yeah, and then and also I think it's like you know that's the lifestyle really that. I kind of came here for so I mean you can do it you can just put your head down and work 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 and you might as well be in a room in, you know Dublin or you know wherever um, but you know I think being here um, in another country and somewhere as beautiful as Bali like I really want to take advantage um, of that you know and go to really nice places and making sure I'm taking time off and then also connecting with other people as well so I think that's also important. Do you have any single advice you would offer to people who want to start becoming a digital nomad, who are listening to you, who, who want to start, don't know how to start? Do you have any piece of advice for them? Well, I think the main thing is to do what you're good at, first of all, and to also really do it very well, you know, um, I, it like, you know, to really give value to the people that you're working with and um, rather than going in it to like make lo loads of money because you know you see I see it a lot on Instagram where people are like oh become a digital nomad earn all of this kind of money but actually it's more about doing what you're really good at do it really well give value um, feel good about your work and then of course then that's a sure track to becoming successful then and know? have a good so, life and have a good life it's yes like, yeah yes yeah. that's, that's that's the whole that's the key in my opinion like it's like we're all doing this yeah. just to enjoy it like it's not it's not the point is to make money lots of money and then basically dying without spending them the point is to make an, a sufficient amount of money that will make you live the life that you've been always looking for like have exactly. access to the things that you that will make you happy that's uh, that's my uh, perception yeah absolutely yeah yeah because you know sometimes people are working so hard and they just they don't feel well and they get sick and they're just not able to like really enjoy enjoy life even, you know even here i know people who came who left their lives to order to become digital nomads and they come and they're working 
every single day a lot and then at the end they are stressed they don't go out to have fun they're not really enjoying themselves and i'm guys you have to it's 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 the balance it's like we are here not to just work it's not the objective is not the objective is to make the most out of what life is offering us yeah actually one one little ritual that i i i do is um that i i go and watch the sunset so that's kind of like a breaking point in my day. It's like that's part of my ritual of the day is to catch the sunset. Now, sometimes because of time zone difference, I might have meetings, but I'll always be like, OK, try and get the sunset today as much as I can. You know, so that's um, it's like a little full stop at the end of the day. You know, nice. and of course, you get nice sunsets here as well. So We've got amazing sunsets. We're very lucky when it comes to nature, here, to be honest. Yeah. Okay. Moira, thank you very much for your time. It was a very nice uh, podcast. I say I, I've learned a lot actually, and it's very inspiring how you started and how you moved from living in Ireland where the weather is cold and all the way to come <laughs> to Bali where you're enjoying sunsets, where the weather is amazing and you're enjoying days on beautiful islands. Uh, thank you much for very much for your time, and uh, I hope you enjoyed it as well. Uh, and uh, thank you guys for listening and I hope you had uh, a good uh, some good advices from Moira and I will see you guys on another episode of Digital Nomad Skills and How to Become a Digital Nomad I'm your host Rahim and today we had with us Moira and I'll see you guys next Tuesday thank you very much and have a nice day